<laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Books to Wheels podcast, a podcast for young professionals. This is your girl, Erica Helling, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's everybody's favorite staff member, Shaq. Y'all, I'm in Florida, but I, I'm a little nervous, y'all. The hurricane is just hovering over, so y'all pray my strength, if you will. Shaq, we both know you ain't nervous. You was stocking up with your liquor, with your libations. I mean, you are supposed to be prepared. You're right. So I did. I, I did everything that I need to do. I went and got all my non-perishables. And y'all, it's so hard getting non-perishables when you're uh, when you're a vegetarian. But anyway, all all that I couldn't get in those, I got in alcohol. So I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> Either I'm gonna be full from food or full from alcohol. One of the two. Something gonna have me knocked out. We'll see. So you calling yourself a, a vegetarian now? Yes, it's been over a month since I have eaten meat. I thought it only been three weeks. But by the time everybody hear this, it's going to be a month. Shaq say give him his week. Oh, dang, Shaq. I guess. Well, how y'all doing outside of the hurricane? Are y'all good? Oh, blessed and highly favored. Uh, Perfect Patty, what you got to say today? You know, today, on today, I'm in Tyler, Texas. But uh, this weekend, I was in Denver. We had a little vacation. Um, only because Frontier had round trip tickets for $60. So we hopped mm. up on that plane and went to Denver. Oh, wow. And how did you do when it was your turn to fly the plane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took me a few minutes. I mean, I just, that's what people say. When you fly like Frontier and Spirit and stuff, like they call on you randomly and it's your turn to come get in a cockpit <laughs> and drive the plane. So like, I, I just wanted to know. Um, you know what? It was actually better than Spirit's. Yeah, the one time I was on Spirit, the plane was physically nasty, so I never want to do it again. Mm. I've still yet to fly Spirit. I've only done Frontier, and I'm not itching to get back on that one either. Well, it was easy. From here to Denver, it took about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. So it was nice. I had a good time. Oh, cool, cool. I ain't even going to try to front, though. When I come to your wedding, Jasmine, I did get a really, really... Uh, affordable flight on Frontier, so I will be going. I just just want to let you know that just in case I arrive and I'm dizzy, it's because the plane was a little too shaky. So just keep that in mind. Mm-mm. I already knew that because I looked at that flight information today, and I was like, "Oh, Shaq is talking all this mess," but he done purchased a <laughs> ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, he flying. Well, we'll pray to the Lord your strength that you make it to the wedding, child. Amen. Because you, I got duties for you on this piece of paper. Amen, friend. Well, Jasmine, you got the petty question today, so we ready. Okay, y'all ready. So it's not going to be a multiple choice question. I just want to hear y'all's funniest or most embarrassing experience with a neighbor and take neighbor for whatever that may be. You should have put this in the documents. I could think. I wanted it fresh. I don't know if I'm going to ever give you nothing. What about the latest? I mean... I like to I like to know my neighbors and stuff. So I uh like my neighbors that live right beside me, they uh they got like four dogs. And so they wake up my roommate every night because they rooms right beside each other. And so when we were choosing rooms, he didn't know the dog was there, but I chose the rooms that were away from the dogs. And so um, <laughs> we've just been going back and forth with them a couple times. Um but yeah, other than the fact that they gave me a noise complaint once. Wait, wait, Shaq. No, I got a better story. Uh-uh. Okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Can I, so when I was living in Georgia, 
um, I was in a townhouse. And if you know anything about a townhouse, in, in theory, like everything. So like when you walk in the townhouse on that first floor, everything above you is supposed to be that same townhouse. It's like so it's very much so like a, a vertical space that you have. And then you have a little piece I know of, this uh, story. Of, of, yeah, a little a little land out there, too. Well, this particular house I was living in, only half of the second floor belonged to me. And then the house was built in such a way that, you know, it should have been like that the people above me were actually in the same house because the floors were real thin. Like you could hear everything. Why did every day y'all and I'm not kidding you every day I could hear my neighbor walking anywhere in his house and like anywhere that he walked upstairs. I could hear it in my living room. But the worst part was there used to be about four different cars of company that would come. And I could tell the cadence at which I was going to be hearing them knocking the boots upstairs <laughs> based off of the car that was in the parking lot. He had a lot of company. Yeah, he had a lot of company. And I will never forget that. I mean, you could hear everything. If he if they took a break, you could hear it because it would stop. Like I could hear every peep. And I don't. Ooh, Lord knows. I don't miss that. That is a good one. I don't have an embarrassing uh, neighbor story. I don't have an embarrassing neighbor story, but when I lived in my apartment here, you know how sometimes when you get a package from Amazon, they didn't start to send you pictures from inside the house and let you know the, the package outside. That was a joke, but they did send me a picture of it outside on the porch. And when I initially saw it, um, I was like, okay, perfect. But then I got home and it wasn't there. And so then I said, let me go back and look at this picture. Because I remember there was some red paint on the wall. And I don't have no red paint on the wall in my apartment in front of my door. And so lo and behold, I look at the photo and it's actually a picture of my package in front of my neighbor's doorstep. I left a note at my neighbor's door the next day. You know, she never responded. But so my initial thought was like, dang, she's going to sit there and lie. Now, based on the times we used to go to work, I rarely see this woman. Rarely. I just barely met her. So I'm like, I really don't think I'm ever going to get to confront the lady about it. But then I realized she had this guy living with her. She also had a son. And I'm like, I ain't necessarily accusing any of them of having it. But I mean, I just feel like the lady smiled in my face too much to have stole my phone roller. <laughs> so. So you never got him? I just told Amazon, Amazon sent it back. You know, Amazon don't give rats that you can tell them you lost your diamond here thing in the mailbox. They're going to send you another one. So I did, but I never got it. But it's a picture of it on the wrong doorstep. You ain't never show her the picture. Be like, ma'am, it say it delivered to your door. No, I didn't because literally I could never time when I was going to see her. Never. Because she was usually when I would leave in the morning, uh, she will already be gone. So like, That's funny, friend, because when I was there, I saw her and I saw her little son, too. And we'd have hemmed him up if we if I'd have known that they had your package still. <laughs> I don't know if they <laughs> oh, had Oh, yeah, we'd have hemmed them up. Yeah, I, I never got it, though. I was like, it's a picture of it, though. Never responded. Hmm. What about you, Jasmine? Um, Y'all all talked about, like, the neighbor you live next to. But at work. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Today, she brought her uh, child to work. When somebody brought their child to work. Was today like bring kids to work day or something? No. Oh, this is interesting. Isn't that an HR violation? Don't y'all got hazardous needles and stuff sitting all around on your desk and blood yeah. packs and pee pans all on the desk? Kids be in there? She said the babysitter is out of town. He gonna spend half the day with me, half the day with his daddy. And I'm like, what they gotta do with my peace and quiet in my office? Because you have a common space, right? Yes, it's three desks in there. 
Oh no. He was all loud. He was. She should have went and go sit in the break room all day or work from home. Right. From, we have that option. Work from home. Now, who come in the office when they can work at the house? That's a whole nother. Anyway. And with your kid. Y'all could have both been chilling. Yeah. Nah. She wrong. So how long so the baby So I would was like there? to know on a scale from one to petty, what was your response on today? <laughs> <laughs> I chose to uh, work from home today. Amen. So you, well, you. did you like go in and then leave? Yeah. I do that often with this same person. Like, I just go in and she there. I'm like, oh, let me get my stuff so I can work from home. <laughs> your job close to your house, though. Yeah, it's about 15 minutes away. Ain't nothing for in Tyler, girl. True. You know, some people live in Tyler and work in Dallas. Oh, that is true. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. Nah, I ain't think. My, shout out to my work name. My work name is KD. That's my dog. Hi, KD. We like KD. We share each other this. Yeah, we love KD. All my, all my, all, we all share to the stuff at the office anyway, though. And now we have two bean bags. I'm telling you, we have the coolest work environment ever. I don't know. We all have different offices in my job, but some days we have decided that we haven't gotten enough time to spend with each other. And so we'll all take our laptops to the conference room and say we're going to have a collaborative working day. That really just mean that we're going to do a bunch of talking to each other and send like two or three emails. But we've done that often. <laughs> And we do the opposite. We have we I work in a co working space, which I think I talk about a little bit later. And it's a whole bunch of like single rooms. And at any given point, we'll all be there and all be in a different. We all go to our own separate offices that we've just coined our room, and we'll be in there all day. Don't even know you at work because you've been in your office all day. Hmm. So that was my first time ever um, seeing a space like that, Erica. And I thought it was like, okay, this is cool. It's definitely cool. It's it's definitely like. A really good work, especially people who do who are uh self employed or need you know work for a remote company. You sit, you get the flexibility of like picking your office and having all these coworkers that don't work with you. It's really cool, or that could be to your detriment. It just depends on how you know. Yeah, but shout out to my friend Manasha. I don't think she listens to the show, but we met her because she was. We need to work on that. Okay, then she ain't really a friend. (laughs) She has listened before. I just don't know that she's a regular listener, you know, to each his own. It's a million gazillion podcasts out there. If you don't want to listen to the best one out on the air, I mean, that's just another conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, we met her and I spent the weekend with Manasha and our other dear friend Warren and it was amazing. And we met her because she just worked in the co-working space. And the guy I used to skate with, we just met him at the co-working space. So co-working spaces are nice. And ingenious if you really think about how you can buy a building and then rent each room out. Okay. Investment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, on the social media, I don't have one from IG specifically, but I do have somebody I want to shout out. What you got to say, friend? Our friend Deshaun. Hi. Our hey, Deshaun. Hey, Deshaun. Deshaun and her. I just want to shout him out because this morning he thought of me. This, this, these are the little things that when people do stuff like this, it just really makes my day. He thought of me this morning and sent me a video of him bopping and jamming to I Love School on K104 this morning yes. in Dallas, Texas. Deshaun, I love you for that. I really, I told him that. I said, I love you for that. It was refreshing to hear the actual song. I will say I didn't expect it to sound as good based off of what you and Jasmine had sang. But when I heard it, it did sound pretty good. I've never heard of it. If you don't have anything nice, just don't say anything at all. No, it wasn't that. It, I'm trying to say y'all didn't sing. A, you know, like I was thinking more like a Jamie Foxx 
tunes, like Tunes 3000 type of song. Jingles but this 3000. was a full production. Yeah, Jingles 3000. <laughs> like, this was a full song. So I wasn't oh, yeah. expecting that. Yes, they called somebody local and got acquired. They probably entered the contest and went to DISD school district. And they went in and they recorded that downtown in Deep Ella. Or at one of the church <laughs> recordings. Recording they went down to the church. Got a, whole, uh, <laughs> a whole theory about this. Because all I so, so funny story about that song, it never happened. But my middle school teacher, now I don't think he was lying. I don't know what it was really about, but he was tasked to write a, a song similar that we were supposed to perform. And it, I could, this could be a false memory, but I felt like he was tasked to write a new song to replace that one, but we never recorded it. But he did write a song that we used to sing all the time at Atwell Fundamental Law Academy. Speaking of music, have y'all heard that song that's Drop it low for, for Jesus. Jesus. Yes. I've only seen a video of it, but I haven't seen the actual. I've, I've seen it like quickly, but I haven't seen where it came from. I've just been hearing people sing it. I've seen, yeah, I've heard both. And I will say I first listened to it probably like two weeks ago. I heard it. I was in the car with one of my friends. I was taken aback when I heard it. But then it got stuck in my head one day, so I had to go <laughs> listen to it on my own. So I kind of felt bad for going to listen. But it was kind of religious. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess that an argument could be made because if you know they say you know let everything that has breath praise the Lord and so and then they say that those other statements like with all that's in me I'm going to praise the Lord you know and so if you praise the Lord with all that's in you and you just so happen to be dropping it low I mean I guess it ain't nothing wrong with it you are dropping it low for Jesus he did bless you with them talents amen amen and I guess I mean, he bless you with some good knees because y'all ever been. <laughs> And everybody don't got that. Everybody ain't able. Everybody ain't able. I mean, if you want to be technical, I was listening to, shout out to Jadena, even though I know he ain't listening to this podcast, but by the off chance he is. (laughs) (laughs) By the off chance that somehow it knows that we said his name and so it tags him somehow and he decided he want to come to my house tonight. That is A-OK, okay? (laughs) Okay, now you're running out. (laughs) Um, But he was talking, you know, uh, he is Nigerian. And he's been like heavily studying his culture. And he just kind of talked about an age old thing that how like movements, especially movements done by black women, have been over sexualized. Twerking, he talked about. One, it's not caught that in Nigeria. I'm sure it's not caught that in most parts of Africa, but it's not caught that in Nigeria. And it's not a sexual dance. Like you see four year old little girls twerking the same way that. You, somebody might look down upon in a strip club or something, but it's really a ritual dance or a dance to praise God. Like we sexualize all that stuff. Like it's really a cultural thing. Yeah. Now, whether or not the pole is involved in all of it, that's, you know, we have to really dig deep, but like the movements of gyrating and shaking your body, that wasn't meant to attract the mind. Okay. That's real. Solely. Just keep them in mind when you're dropping low for Jesus. Well, thank you. Y'all have anything? I do. So uh, we asked for back to school pictures, whether it be your your children or you going back to school, you're the teacher. So I just want to give a shout out to Cheryl. She sent me a picture. She's a a teacher in Houston, and she sent me a picture of her on her first day of school and her little outfit. Go on and put it on our IG. You know I will. Okay, okay. We, we want the people to see. <laughs> you know, I didn't really um notice a lot of children on the Facebook in their uniforms this year. Did I just miss it or did y'all and my y'all feel the same? I feel like it was twenty different first days of school. Yes. 
I I don't be on social media like that, so maybe I just missed it. But I, I ain't seen a lot. I seen a few. I, I honestly, cause like I typically will see, cause you know, having been in different states and having friends, I will see like all of my Florida friends will be starting school. All my Arkansas friends will be starting school. Y'all, it was just all over the place this year, so it kind of just took the. I remember like one year I looked and it was like three or four states did it all together, and all my pictures on Facebook were people going back to school, and I was just like elated. But this year. Air Bible's everywhere. Hmm. Well, I missed it. How'd you feel, Jazz? I was wondering, like, who starts the school year off on a Wednesday? Right. That's the dumb shit that they used to be doing, getting on my damn nerd. Be having to start off in bed. It was like first day of school, and it was a Wednesday. I'm like, what? It? Y'all don't start on a Monday? Like, that's how but you... that's probably refreshing for teachers, though, because it's like, you don't have to be here... Like that first week back, you only gonna we gonna ease you in and give you three days before the weekend instead of five full days. They be at staff development on Monday, boo. But it's different when the kids there. I think any teacher would tell well, you sure. it's much different. I want to be off off, <laughs> not <laughs> half off. <laughs> what are we talking about today? What anyway, are we talking about on today? Jasmine, do you want to just give a brief introduction to the topic before I start? Well, yeah, I thought I was running the show today. Oh, you know what? That was not clear, and I, I handed, I give myself away. <laughs> okay, because you know I had prepared to run the meeting. Hallelujah. So, no, you know. go ahead. It makes more sense now reading it that you are the one doing it. Okay, so here I go. All right. Um, Something happened like two days in a row when I was at my house. Um, I was just walking my dog. Um, now I'm interacting with neighbors because they see me walk the dog. They want to pet the dog, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, I met a neighbor and he was saying, yeah, because you're a nurse, right? And I'm like, what? How do you know? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said, because you're a nurse. I was like, yeah, tomorrow. yeah, yeah. you you drive that, uh, uh, that white altar out there. Da, 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 da. I was like, sir, excuse me. So I was feeling a certain type of way and I got home and I was telling my mama, you know, as I tell my mama things. And she was like, girl, that's the best neighbor. Because guess what? He going to be like, oh, she don't drive that car. Who is that over there? What's, what's this going on? Yeah. She don't walk the car. You know, she don't walk the dog at this time, blah, 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 blah. And I just had to shift my thinking like, oh, you know what? Let them, you know, as long as not inappropriate, go ahead and, and notice things so that you notice things when they out of place. That's fine. That's fair. It's funny that you even say that because I am the. Like, I'm that neighbor. Like, I am that person. I know exactly where people work. I know, you know, what they wear to work typically. For example, I know all of the people who work at the same school I work at because I can look at the parking passes. And I know what time they leave because I be, you know, I had to notice that. And so Reggie, uh, oh, Reggie's my roommate. He always be like, you are so damn nosy. But <laughs> I just think that you have to know these things. Well, clearly, because you said you knew what car was outside and how your neighbor's tempo was going to be. So you nosy. I, yeah, absolutely. I'm nosy, but I have to know. Like, I think that I owe it to myself to know my neighbors because, yes, we're in apartments and this is temporary. But if we have been living here for 10 years and all of my neighbors have been here, we would I would know them. In fact, it'd be expected that we have socials and things together. So I'm going to do that same thing while I'm living in an apartment. Okay. Did the episode start already? Did the question start? I mean, y'all just got some good dialogue, but you know, only 30 percent of people know their neighbors. I remember when I was young in Bible school, I mean, excuse me, in Sunday school, uh, we learned about how it was it was in scripture to know your neighbors. <laughs> Is that a scripture? I, I, I don't know now. I, I, I never claimed that it's in there. I just kind of remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I ain't making on it. 
uh, uh, I was like, wait, love your neighbor? That is a that's scripture. Yeah, I mean, it's to and love somebody to is him, to I know mean, them. Yeah. Well. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother saying. Um, right. But yes, so I thought, you know, that it was important to know your neighbors who's around you um, in different types of neighbors. So like, you know, Erica and I, Erica and I have moved into our homes, like, like a permanent residence. Um, and it made me think about those neighbors and then my office mates, because that's a whole different thing. And just people that you meet throughout life. So I had a couple of questions for y'all. Okay, Erica. So have you interacted with your new neighbors now that you've moved in and gotten settled? <laughs> but do she even got them? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was literally the first person to move in on the strip of houses that um where I live. And so right after me, like a house, two houses over, I did meet that um young woman. I met her. Her and I exchanged numbers. We talked a little bit. Come to find out we had like some similar issues and troubles with the buyer's agent who shall not be named <coughs> Jelani. <laughs> With the wonderful <clears throat> Dr. Horton, and um, we just had some issues, and so we bonded over we bonded over adversity, if you will. Um, but now I actually have neighbors who live immediately to my right and to my left. I ironically um, was pulling up and was strategically took a long time, so I could see was living over there because on the corner lot I thought it was a fine little daddy that lived over there. It's a daddy, all right, with a mama and a, and a kid. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, friend, it ain't nothing wrong with being a little, you know, being a little side chick. No, that's what you don't be a do. homewrecker. I, I don't want to be, you know. We never know because they may have an understanding. You, there's a lot of the kind of relationships out here nowadays, but that's not based off what I saw last night. I'm not really interested in exploring any of those on today. But I did <laughs> no <know> today. Speak. <laughs> I wait, did wait, po- speak. Point of um, question: Because did y'all mm-hmm. know or have y'all heard the term thruple? Yes. What? A thruple. <laughs> a thruple. <laughs> Your face. No, can't say that I've learned, but it seems like something that I might be interested in. So let me uh take notes. Let me be all ears. Okay, everybody uh slide in Shaquille's DMs if y'all down with the thruple. I ain't said that now. Well, we were at uh, yeah. we were at a drag show in Denver and they you know how they mess with the crowd and stuff? So it was two ladies and a man and the two ladies got picked to do a game and they on the microphone. It was like, hey, you know, who are you here with? And she said, my wife and my husband. And I was like, what? And the host was like, oh, so y'all in a throuple. And I was like, a throuple? And I pulled out my phone like, what the fuck is a throuple? (laughs) So, yes, when the, you know, it's a a relationship between three people. The day is changing. How are these things uh, legally defined? Like, who get the alimony? You know, we probably ain't there yet. That's the problem. Yeah, it's just, you know, our generation is going back to, you know, hey, we don't need that piece of paper. They are, but we are, kind of. We can make this commitment, and it just is what it is. But anyways. Anyway, wait, okay. Um, So, Shaq, how have your neighbors impacted how you navigate a new city? Because you went from, uh, where was you at? Augusta, Georgia. In Augusta, Georgia. Now you're in Gainesville. So, like, did you know people when you moved to Gainesville? And how influential were your neighbors? Yeah, I remember. uh, So, yes, I did know a couple people when I moved here. 
um, because just so happened at one place that I worked before, um, a colleague was also here. So I knew a couple people. So that kind of made it comfortable. In fact, the reason why, well, one of the reasons that my uh, Reggie is my roommate now is because I met him through a friend that I had known before I got here. And so certainly when you think about navigating a new city, because I knew some people, um, I was able to build a network a little quicker than I would, you know, in other places. Like, for example, when I moved to Georgia, I didn't, I knew some people, but it wasn't the same people that I hung around, like, you know, what the same speed of people. So it took me a longer time to build a community. Whereas when I got here, I think I kind of built a community uh, a little bit quicker. So when you think about it that way, yes, uh, my neighbor certainly did help me. Okay. It was something else I was going to say, and I didn't forget my train of thought. Erica, did anything else come to mind? No, just that I, it's been on my mind to meet my neighbors. Like, so I've been sitting outside a lot in the front and the back of my house. Um, so I, I'm trying to, but I did speak with them yesterday. So we'll see. Hopefully I'll formally meet the other people, but I am starting to realize that I, it seems as though I'm the only young single woman on my strip. I see a lot of car seats in the morning. So that, well, that can ministry. be a little refreshing. Huh? It could be a little refreshing that, you know, people choose your community to raise their kids in. So Absolutely. that's a good way to look it, at it. All it does for me is let me know who I need to market to when it's time for Chateau Renee to go up. That's all that tells me. This is a family community. Yeah. And Erica, you remember, so Erica, everybody knows this, but Erica moved to Gainesville with me. So she, <laughs> she didn't move her with me, but she <laughs> packed up with me and rode the way with me and helped me move in. But Erica, I don't know if you remember, but you remember we met my neighbors, Thea and them. The very like the very first day we got here. And yeah. so they actually proved to be like really helpful for me and throughout my time. Like I connected with them often. We would text about stuff. And then it was even better because we listened to the same music and my music be loud and they music be loud. And so one day I was really in here jamming. Y'all I was praising the Lord <laughs> as I do all the time. Hallelujah. And then she sent me the lyrics to the song. She was like, yes, this is my song. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'm loud. But it was like fine because they listened to it, too. So. so I think for no other reason, like it's better to meet your neighbors because like if you do fuck up, they won't go to the, you know, to the lease agent and give you this noise violation. They'll just be like, oh, hey, can you cut it down a little bit? Yeah. And can I say one more thing quickly? I've said this before, but ironically enough, my neighbor, since the whole time I lived at home is one of them on one side is my cousin. And so that was always interesting. And my cousin, she got cameras and stuff on our house. So she always got one pointers for us, our house. And so she'd call us and be like, it's a package. I went on here and got it. Uh, I see somebody parked in the house. Uh, Eric, I see your car parked there today. You didn't came home. That's what she always be on. So I thank God for our neighbor. But my parents do a really good job of knowing their neighbors. We've always known the neighbors. When I was younger, the other neighbor was over there. Bobby, shout out to her. She used to do my hair. Like Miss Hattie and them. Grew up with the kids. We used to know. We used to know quite a few people on the block. So I also could Miss Hattie people. cook. I never had none of Miss Hattie cooking because my mama told me don't go over nobody's house eating. Like I ain't never had no food. Don't she sound like she got a mean pound cake though? I mean, I wouldn't miss pounds if Miss Hattie didn't have no pound cake. But Miss Hattie was known for that big green van she used to drive. She had one of them big old vans. Oh, uh, she had a big van. She can also make hot tamales. <laughs> <laughs> she can. Yep. Pound cake and hot tamales. Shout out to Miss Hattie. Wow. All right, Miss Hattie. Okay. I think, um, Erica, you said something that made me think you just kind of, you know, sat outside as an attempt to see what your neighborhood is like and who's next to you. But you see these movies where people go and knock on their front door, like take them something like a little apple pie and knock on the door and introduce themselves. We don't do that anymore. 
We don't, but I am thinking about baking some cookies and taking them down to the fire department, honey, because they drove. <laughs> out the fire the the firemen had came to the on the street and they had to come all the way through the neighborhood to turn around because the truck too big. And I was sitting on there and the two it was two sitting in the back with the little headphones on and I waved and they smiled at me. I said, Hold on, I was on the phone with my mama. I said, Mama, hold on, let me go put some Vaseline on because I'm I'm a little crusty right now, just in case they want to stop and get out, you know. It's hot over here. They might need to, they might see an emergency. So I said, let me get out, get my lips together. And then they came back around. I waved again. So I'm just telling y'all, Fulton County, Atlanta PD, Atlanta Fire Department, I can guarantee you at least 75% going to be dimes. And I think there's value in that, friend. I think we should certainly know those people who are willing to put their lives on the line. Amen. You know, and they for deserve your safety. Cookies. Okay. And they keep your mind where multiple you, types keep, of cookies. Do you hear me? Keep your mind where your mind needs to be. <laughs> they need lots of cookies. Amen. Amen. So you you go on and take them some cookies Amen. if you will. Actually, much for me. Let me let me. Let I mean, why Jasmine's sitting here like she is taken aback? <laughs> I'm telling you, that fireman was fire. Y'all know I love me some firemen. I'm telling you, better go to that fire department and drop it low for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal. I don't know what's up with y'all today. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know how to bring it back in. Okay, so my first experience with neighbors being close, like apartment neighbors, was in college because we grew up in a house, you know. So I wasn't used to hearing people like that and hearing all their business. Mm. Did y'all have good neighbors in college? Or did y'all have bad neighbors? Freshman year? The only, it was only one time that I stayed in an apartment when I was in college. And my neighbors above me partied every night. And uh, and, I, and the neighbor right beside me, we knew each other from high school. So we were we pretty much did everything together. So I didn't really have bad neighbors. And then, of course, you know, I lived in a residence hall or the fraternity house all the other years. And so that was fine. I will say one time it had snow, child, and school was canceled. And we was living in the frat house. And we went down and we really got to know our neighbors because they were also like college students. Oh, and we had a party. We, it was a snow party. It wasn't a hurricane party. But we had a <laughs> snow party. And so that's one of my uh, favorite memories from college, actually, going down there and party with them because it kind of set the foundation and we partied with them some more. Hmm. I had good neighbors. Um, freshman year, so, well, first three semesters, I was not an RA in college. And so I was cool with everybody on my floor. I stayed in the same place all three semesters, literally, almost in the same room, but literally on the same floor. And so we knew everybody on the hallway. In my freshman year, like the first year, to my right was Ashley Adams. I don't know if she listens to the show, but we we hook up on we link up on Facebook every blue moon. She um she um used to be my roommate. She was cool. We used to be in, I used to be in her room all the time. On the other side of us was this girl named Tristan, who shout out to her. We never definitely didn't stay connected, but now she is a news anchor um for wow. a major television network. So I'm like, shout out to you, sis. She was really trying to do that. And she did it. Um, and so we was cool with her. So all my neighbors, like, we was killed. And then I became RA, so my neighbors were my residents. Yeah. I was trying to stay away from them sometimes, so. <laughs> Did y'all have, um like, same-sex dorms? Or was it mixed um, housing? It was, it, all of them were mixed, but in my, where I lived the first two semesters, it was separated by sex by floor. And, um... And the buildings that I worked in, it would be mixed up. Like you could be living next to it. One room housed four people, and the next uh, suite may have guys or girls. It just depends. Yeah, same at Lamar. It was set up like apartments. 
when I lived on campus, we had some where like the entire building would be one sex or then then it could also range from like half of the hall was one sex and the other half was another. So like when I was an RA, the, my first year I had um, males on one side, females on another side. And then my second year I had all females. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was convinced that my boss did not like me. You had all female residents? Absolutely. 56 of them. Did you like them? Love, you know me. We they kicked it. I mean, you. I loved them to death. But I, at the beginning, I'm like, why is she changing me from my other floor? I was on the co-ed floor and I loved it. We loved it. Like, my residents loved me. But then, you know, and it was all about growth, but making me uncomfortable. And I ended up appreciating that experience. So, Student affairs works. Sometimes. Would there, would there be any, like, would there be um, any changes you would have made about how you interacted with your neighbor in college? Honestly, probably would have did it more. I think I think so too, Shaq. Even now, like I would I would interact with my neighbors. So I got new neighbors um to where Thea and them stayed at. And so I've interacted with them a couple of times. They had a party the other day. Me and my friend went over there. Um and so like they also had a hurricane party, but it was the day before our hurricane <laughs> party. So like you stay beside these people and no need and not connect, especially like if you go in the house and it's clean, then you realize that you know, y'all equally yoked and you can fool with them. If <laughs> the house nasty, yoked. I ain't going over there no more. I've been wanting to look in everybody's house because quite naturally, everybody's house on my strip looked the same. So I'm like, how did you decorate yours? Like I've been wanting to peek inside everybody's house. Um, but I, nothing that I would, the only thing I would have done differently about the way that I interacted with my neighbors in college is I would have kept grinding. I got to the point by my second semester, I was doing everybody here on the floor, all sewings, I was doing trims, I was cutting bobs, I was putting in braids so people could get their sewing somewhere else. I did a couple of colors, I did some relaxers. Like I had a whole beauty shop come that second, my last full year there. And I just would have kept hustling. I could have been bank, big bank hanking. In college, but I stopped doing hip when I became RA. All for the students. Sound a little bitter. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Um, I would say I would definitely interact with them more. All right, Shaq. So I know that you currently are in student affairs, right? Absolutely. Do y'all handle complaints about dorms and? Um, we don't have dorms here. We have residence halls. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wait, wait, so educate me on what's the difference. We do not use the D word. We don't use the D. May I, please, may I? I'm not. I'm not even going to go down in there because though I work into this field, I think we put more energy on making sure people say dorm or residence hall and then, you know, and we could use that energy somewhere else. So I'm not about to go into this we education. We could. And I'm not, I'm going to skip over Erica. But um, what were you going to ask me? Yes, th- they do. I don't typically do that now, but you know, I used to in my old role, but what's up? What's the question? What's the question? So what's been the craziest story or experience you've had with like dealing with student complaints about their neighbors? How you going to ask Shaq that? And I'm the one who worked in Red's life. I didn't know. I worked in Red's life. Not as much as I did. Okay, Erica, you can share a story too. Sorry. I don't want to play the student affairs Olympics here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, my I would say like my most outrageous occurrences were like when we would have students who would move in and, and like they move in May 1st. So to give you uh, not, not May 1st, August, whatever. Anyway, to give you an example, my last job, I was only there for one full week of the school year because I left. Right. And that one week. So think about the students have moved in a week before school and we were and I was there for weeks. So they've been there two weeks. There was this one resident who visited me five 
times. About five what? times. And you would think that it would always like it would be something serious. Here she go coming in. Yeah, my roommate, uh, she smells really bad. And I've been trying to clean up, but the room just smells bad. Can I get in a new room? No, you can wait until insert the day here that everybody else has to wait too. Like, and every day she came with a new complaint. And I'm like, at this point, you're not strengthening your case to get a new roommate. What you're doing is letting me know that you crazy as hell. <laughs> you're the problem, sis. Yeah, like, I was trying to sleep and, and she had the music on her laptop so loud. First of all, if it's a laptop, it ain't getting that loud to where it's just going to be that horrible. So you could put a little earplug in or you could have had a conversation. Like, I think a, a lot of it is just the simple fact that, yes, a lot of students who like a lot of students come from houses where they did not share a room, but they don't want to interact with the other people at all. And so I'm like, if that's the case, you need to take your butt to an apartment and then you don't want not going to have no community. You're not going to meet people because this what you're expecting is not going to get you a community. Good answer. Sure. And they so spoiled. But I love them. I love them. I love them. But Jesus Christ. I love them. I love them. So now in my new role, I mostly work with family members. And yes, I've gotten a couple, you know, questions and inquiries from them. Um, but I typically just will say, <coughs> thank you for sharing. Have your student talk to their RA about this. Hmm. All right, Erica, let me hear it. I mean, I, I, would, I would be foolish to say anything. Shaquille, don't look at me like that because I'm about to give you a compliment. I'm about to give you a compliment. I'm about to say, because I know I, you ain't lobbied friend, to answer this friend, question and I'm ain't got no answer. Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it no more. <laughs> <laughs> you can move on to the next question. Y'all, this it. is so me and Erica. I swear <laughs> to God, this is us. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, you may proceed. I ain't giving him no compliment. Oh, dang, but I don't have anything to add. Your permission. This was going to be the last um, the last question. You sure? Oh, this the last shebang? This the last shebang. So say what you're going to say, baby. You got two minutes. Okay, well, if it's the last shebang, I'll go ahead and sacrifice for the people. Two minutes, baby. Come on. <laughs> okay. Um, uh-uh. 20 seconds. <laughs> I Honestly, I was getting ready to say, like, I honestly, I don't have a lot to add. Like, that, that is typically what happens. Like, I could tell you a thousand stories about students who didn't want to live with, live with somebody. But it really does boil down to a lot of students not really understanding the greater challenge here. Is you will be in situations that you do not want to be in, but you have to be in. How do you talk? How do you communicate with the person you're living with to, living with to orchestrate some boundaries, some rules, some, you know, community rules, whatever the case may be? Because I think a lot of the times... Just to throw this in here, the reason why we talk about, you know, res halls not being dorms is because it's more than a place where you rest your head. It's supposed to be your new home. It's supposed to be somewhere where you build community and you also learn outside of the classroom, um, which is not somewhere we, we this, that's not something you do in a dorm. You just literally sleep. And so we really want it to be a place where students can learn how to be adults, learn how to have people skills, learn how to interact with people they don't necessarily get along with because that'll help them in the real world once they graduate and become citizens of our community thank you wonderfully put thank you that's all i have all right any other thoughts my heart and my mind is clear all right amen second so i'm gonna just flow into my department update because you know i'm out of school i've been reading a little bit i read the shining girls it was a nice little thriller Hmm. Read that with Boo thing. Okay, um, tell us about it. I'm not about to tell you because you, you really have to read it. It's a sci-fi thriller book. It's really good. But I did want to roll into like, I've been on this break, you know, I came back from Denver. Um, I ain't picked up now 
textbook, no nothing. But I got bored in October. So I said, September, I'm going to lock down and at least do some questions a day. Okay. I've tried this before. It just don't work. By the end of the day, I'll be tired. I don't want to pick it up. Like, I'm done. But the Ask Nurse J for this week happened to come with from a friend. She was like, how do you give yourself energy or makes time to study for this big test that's coming up? And so she said, I need you to help me study. That's my ass, Nurse Jay, is Nurse Jay, how do you study and I need help? And the biggest thing was accountability. So now we are each other's accountability partner. Every day we do at least 50 questions and then we have to text each other, like done, done. So right now in this season, that's how I'm choosing to study is to, um, to have somebody keep me accountable. And this studying for your midwife exam, right? Yes, yes, for the midwifery exam. So that's one way that... Midwifery, pardon me, pardon okay. me, midwifery. Get it together, boo. Um, so that's one way that I'm studying. The second uh, tip that I would give for studying is, especially for college students or people that are just um, trying to learn new material, is that you need to write it with a pen, pen or pencil. Like, write it on paper. And then when you get home that night... Then you type it up. You know how some people in classes, they will type their notes on their computer. The brain doesn't remember it. I think it's like. twenty. It remembers it 20 to 25 percent less than if you were to write it with by hand and then type it. and then type. Because what you're doing is your brain has comprehended the information from your professor and put it on a paper. And then when you go home and you type it, you're reviewing everything while it's fresh. And so it's basically like a, you know, a download in the memory bank. You still have to study later, but it's a tip for studying. Like every time you come home with some notes, type them, read them, type them up and then go from there. That gets you on the good foot. I needed that about, I don't know, five years ago. <laughs> well, <you're welcome. laughs> just in case you want to go back to the books then you will know oh, she it. Going back. I haven't decided if I'm going back she going back I I can see it now we don't see okay well okay when you were saying that I just went off on a tangent had a little circle of thoughts I was wondering what is the etymology of the word midwife have y'all ever thought about that I mean clearly Jasmine probably have but with woman like why is it mid and why is it a wife yeah, and I just looked it up, and Jasmine probably has known this. Obviously, we'd hope so. Um, but yeah, with woman, like, and I was like, mm, okay, just for those people who really care, um, it's de- it's derived from the old English word mid, which is with or with, and then woman, obviously wife, and so the word is used for both males and females, so midwives, so not a mid husband. <laughs> Not a me a partner, mm-hmm. but a me wife. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. Well, I'm going to keep that for myself. All right. You finished, Jazz? I'm done. So, Erica, what in the hell happened? You know what? <laughs> I don't have... What, what in the hell happened was I had a very eventful weekend. And it, a weekend that I had not planned to be as eventful as it was, but it was very fun. 
But I was also reminded why I don't be going out too much because I be tired as hell. Like, I mean, I, just be, I feel like I didn't just did a lot. But on Friday, I came home, chilled. I didn't really do a lot. Just kind of, you know, chilled. Saturday, I ended up going out with a friend. Shout out to Burl and Ricardo. Uh, I used to work with them at LSU. And we hung out with some of their friends. Um, we had a really good time. Sat by the pool at night. Had some conversation. Walked through Atlanta, which I hadn't done a lot. So that was good. Saturday, I went to the grocery store. Got my nails done. Then I end up... I'm sorry. Sunday, I lie. I went to Black Pride in here in Atlanta. Which was very fun. I had some really good food. Really good okay. food. Really, really good food. Enjoy my friends. Jasmine, stop looking at me like that. And um, on Monday, my same friends had a get-together at their house for Labor Day. It's Labor Day, right? Labor Day. And I went back over there, had fun again. I mean... You said all of that to say that you're not prepared. Okay. <laughs> No, that was some bullshit. If we ever uh, heard it, I'm tired. I'm off. I got one thing to do next weekend. The little game night I'm going to. I'm coming to that. I'm committed. But don't ask me to do it on Friday or Sunday. I can't. And then the following weekend, I can't. I mean, you tried to can, but, but I cannot. Can't. I gotta give all my. En- I gotta say the rest of my energy for this big wedding. That's all. That's all the energy I got. That's all I got. Speaking of the wedding, I do gotta go. Uh, give me an outfit. Yeah, we don't know. Shake, let's coordinate. We, yeah, we're going to have to. We're going we gonna to come up in there. We're going to set right the scene down. Do you hear me? <laughs> oh, Lord. Shoot. We got to do right for our friend. Well, Erica, absolutely, uh, you weren't prepared absolutely. today, but I need you to come prepare for your one-on-one. How was I not prepared today? Well, the question is, how did you not understand that you weren't prepared? <laughs> We're going to tell your supervisor. Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I wasn't prepared for today. What in the hell happened? I just told y'all what in the hell happened this weekend. No, okay, <laughs> okay, hell- good, good, good. Well, what uh, I will, I can mix what in the hell happened with what um what I've been up to. Please, um, I even though I would like to say so, even though we opened up, we were talking about the hurricane, and I was insensitive, uh, saying making some remarks saying that we were having a party. Well, yes, I did choose to have a party throughout uh, much of that hurricane. But um, I would like to take a time and, and just ask everybody to pray for uh, pray for the, the, the Bahamas because the hurricane just took an unfortunate toll. I mean, it just sat over the Bahamas and, and really wreaked havoc and caused a lot of damage. And so if you can, you know, contribute to a GoFundMe, one of the reputable ones or, or you know, do something, but help them out. Those are our people. Um, Amen. You know? And so make sure that you can give back to them. Um and and yes, I did want to say that. Uh, speaking of which, I haven't done much. So we were out for um, Labor Day, of course, like Erica talked about. And then we had a couple of days off for the hurricane. So that's kind of what I have been up to. But um, I want to. It's been a little while, and I decided I I could share a little bit about um, <laughs> the baseline. So I, I just I I just give a little update, but it's gonna be cryptic because y'all know. Okay. Here's the thing. I feel like I'm one of these people, like I'm very superstitious. And I feel like when I start talking about stuff and when I start giving people names and, you know, it just don't work out. And like it never does, even like in terms of like sports, I don't want to talk about the game because it ain't, you know, it ain't going to happen. Like everything, like I'm very superstitious about it. Um, But 
I have found my place over the last, like, found myself over the last probably two, three weeks. Um, I am talking to a person and uh, I just don't know how I can take it to the next level. So I need y'all's help. It's like we're in this moment where I feel like lots of things are unknown. So what I mean by that is like, you ever been talking to somebody and it's like, you feel like they playing the game on you. You ask a question and the question don't get like the question gets addressed, but it don't get answered. But mm-hmm. simultaneously at the same time, even though this is happening, you are finding more and more interest in this person. The mystery is turning you on. Yes and no. So not even so much as that. It's like that when we hang out, all of that is like something that I really enjoy. And then like con- like different than other times in the past. This is probably TMI for some of my you know, underage uh, colleagues, but it ain't all been about sex either. So like, that's another thing that's like, okay, like I can, I can see a future here because it says, this is not all about sex, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like there are lots of unknowns and things. And I am like a a person who I catch everything. Like I'm going to like, clearly best believe. I know that you're not answering my questions and he's actively avoiding them. And so I'm like, "Mm, I know this is happening. How, how, what is a comfortable way to address it? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Like, yes. <laughs> I love how you ask questions from within the show. Um, do, are you do you are you ready to respond to us? I can't be ready. You can go ahead. I, I you know, I would honestly just be straight up about it. It was like, you know, because let me ask one clarifying question before I respond. You just want to get to a place where he's actually answering the questions or you want to address y'all moving forward, progressing or both? Both. But I can't try to be moving forward and I ain't even have my other questions answered. You know, like I don't want to see because what, what I don't want it to be is like seeing that what I'm here for is not what he's here for. And I don't want that to be like two different you know? things. Mm hmm. I think you just got to ask outright. Be like, hey, I've asked you some questions because I'm interested. And I'd like to know your true answers, you know, because I think that'll help me to understand, you know, where you are, where I should be. You know, if it's where I want to be. Are we on the same page? Are we in the same book? Are you a magazine and I'm a novel? Oh, Lord. You got to. I think you just got to go there. You can't be as, as much as he shouldn't. I'm no novel, shit. baby. I'm a series. Let's get this together. <laughs> I just need everybody to know it. Okay, series. Got a couple series. moves and everything. Okay, series. Okay. I but- think you just got to go there and ask because, you know, I think because he kind of beating around the bush, you can't you can't beat the bush either. You got to just chop that bush down so you can see. You just full of things today, Hire. <laughs> that's, that's my advice, friend. I hope that lands well. Shaq, I can totally see you being like, so you avoided my questions? Just be, yeah. But see, I ain't want to. You know me. You, you know me. I mean, just say that, and in, in your whatever joking fashion. But for real, you've been avoiding my questions, so you're not gonna answer. Like, what's going on? I have done that before. Uh, but the other thing too, y'all. This is why. Okay, I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna really let y'all in. But I feel like I'm. I may be getting played. <laughs> why? I feel like I'm on a Google Voice number. <laughs> Erica, now you now you taking advantage of me. It is not that funny, <laughs> but y'all, I legitimately believe that he's using a Google Voice number. How you got an iPhone, but all your messages green? <laughs> Are you mad that he's using that he didn't give you his real number? No, and yes, <laughs> like at this point, 
we've been communicating for like three weeks. And so I'm like, okay, now we should be at the, oh, I was just testing it out phase. You can actually have my number now. But so then I'm thinking like, okay, does this person have a family at home? Because I mean, if so, just tell me, I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna cut up. I just want to know that I don't want to be expecting X and getting Y. You know what I mean? Have you, have you, have y'all had any kind of conversation about what either one of you is looking for at the current moment? <laughs> one exa- prime example of a type of question that I answer, that I asked and didn't get the right answer. What you asked? Could you, do you mind sharing it, it specifically how you phrased? I don't really remember all the specifics, but I kind of remember that the question got put back on me and then the conversation moved. Mm, somebody's playing games. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So this is why I told y'all, like, it's hard out here searching for somebody because you never know. Like, you meeting these people that you didn't see on Tinder and shit like that. And then it's just like, oh, they out here looking for a quick fuck, which we haven't had. So that's what, like, really is misleading because, like, you ain't having no quick fuck. So what the hell are we spending time, you know, talking and shit for? So, like, anyway, it's been a long time. And I know that y'all didn't expect me to give y'all of that, but that's the base search. So I'm going to keep y'all, I'm going to keep you two updated. I don't know if I keep the rest of the staff meeting updated. You know, we it's getting good. We had to see. It is getting good. It is. But, you know, that's the thing. I want people to know, you know, I'm not a fool. And I know this Google voice. Because <laughs> I got a couple. Go- I got a Google voice account. too. Friend, you was born on a day, but it wasn't yesterday. Absolutely. The only time I get my real number out is if I want to FaceTime. And you got to be looking real, real cute for that. So why he ain't FaceTime? He has my real number. Oh, but you can't FaceTime him right now. I can't FaceTime a Google voice. Right. Is he? Have you ever called? Yeah. Is it screened? No, it go. It go like it just goes straight through. You know, you could turn them settings off for Google. Right, right, right. But I'm just asking. You know, you never know. He might have forgot. So I'm just trying to see if we can get you anything. Oh yeah, I already tried that. I got a Google Voice number. I should be able to. We're gonna figure it out. But I'm saying that's how you tell it is or isn't a Google Voice number, right? If you Facetime it, because if you got an iPhone. Oh, I already know it because it's. I get the text message that's green. Oh. I thought you were still wondering. They're not our messages. Well, the other thing is, it's not even that. He may not be using a Google voice number because he's keeping you at bay. Maybe he doesn't have any cell phone service. Mm-mm. Because Mm-mm. he didn't pay the bill. Now, Mm-mm. now we're making excuses. I ain't making no excuses. No, because if you didn't have cell service, that means you really would have been on our message because they just go off of Wi-Fi. Yeah. True that. I forgot. Now that, now that exists, you know. So we're going to pick back up on this next staff meeting. Okay, we got two weeks. Do some investigative uh, reporting. Okay, we're going to look. All right, well, Jasmine, I think it's only right that since you led the meeting today that you close us out. Yeah, so I'm upset because weren't you looking at the sheet that close us out? You were looking at the agenda. You could have quickly just said it. You had it pulled up and everything. I want us to respect that today is your day. You ain't, you ain't ready on nothing. So, but- guys... I'm here. Go ahead then. Let me go ahead, Erica. Go ahead, close us out. It's a delay. You got frustrated for no reason. I wasn't even talking when you figured it out. Close us out. Here we are at the end of our show. We're sad to see y'all go. Maybe not, because we're ready to get off the phone. But here it is. Who asked for a whole poem? <laughs> <laughs> She's giving hey, a benediction. If you want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, it is at Books Two, the number two bills podcast. Twitter is at books, the number two bills. And if you want to go old school and send us some snail mail, you can hit us up at from books, the number two bills podcast at gmail.com. 
But snail mail is mail in the mail, friends. Snail mail ain't email. And that's exactly why I said that, because I wanted to make sure y'all were listening. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> 